Hi friends! Have you been thinking of starting your own podcast? We use Anchor to post our episodes and it offers so many amazing benefits. First of all, it's completely free to use. Yes, it's free. And it also gives you the option to clip your episodes straight from the app or on the dashboard. So it makes it a really convenient one-stop shop. Anchor is also a Spotify program, so that means your show will post to Spotify automatically. And you also have the option to post to any other platform through the RSS feed link. This gives you full range of all the podcast platforms to get your show out there. The best part is that Anchor gives you all of the analytics directly linked to their platform. So you can post, edit, and track your show's progress all in one place. So try Anchor today for free now at anchor.fm. That's anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. do my voice just went let's try that again <laughs> i wish i could see my face i, know, I, know, like, I know what to do i was like okay we running with it spooky creepies and freakies <laughs> oh boy motley's out in full force that's because my asthma is so bad right now oh no <laughs> Welcome back to the In the Nick of Crime podcast. Oh, you can tell we're on scoops and more. Yep, it's some spooky time, bitches. Spooky time. Spooky, spooky. <laughs> okay. I digress. Anyway, um, in Scoops and Lore, we don't really fuck around. Oh, we're usually a true crime podcast. If this is the first episode you're listening to, bless you. Welcome. <laughs> hey, we're a shit show today. <laughs> Welcome, friends. Our sound probably is different because it's just been a microphone disaster today, mm-hmm. and everything that can go wrong has gone wrong, Literally, but we're here. We've been trying to record since 1230, yeah, and it's 2.30. 2.30, yeah. So, here we are. We did get an episode recorded, though, so don't worry. It didn't take us two hours to actually get going. Um, oh. But, yeah. Here we are. We're here. We're giving you content because we've been... Slacking. I mean, like, we have been, but I don't want to say we've been slacking. Yeah, we have really... It's extenuating circumstances, man. It is. Yeah. Per, like I said, in the last episode, like, our yeah. personal lives are really wild Slush right it. now. Like, yeah. not an excuse. Like, it's right. just, like, we have a lot going yeah. on. Yeah, we just don't have time. So. And we love you guys, and we want to put good content out. Yeah. So just remember, like, I say it all the time, but we won't put content out unless we know it's going to be good. Yeah. So. A bitch is busy, okay? Uh, facts. <laughs> anyway. Oh, sorry. Oh. I didn't mean oh. to. I didn't mean to. What? Kenzie on you. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Anyway, um, Scoops and Laura Courtney always goes first. What do you got? Go. Bye. Boom. Uh, Tally, better mark it now. Oh, boy. Because I found this, and I didn't even mean to find it. Sure. I just thought it was really kind of cool at first. Sure. Sure. <laughs> okay. So this is an actual, full-on, 100% lore. Like, cool. I love it. There's no, yeah. I, there's no factual evidence to this. I love it. It's called Beijing's Legendary Ghost Bus. Cool. <gasps> Reminds me of the night bus. Right? Me too. This uh, is my favorite Harry Potter movie. It's my favorite book as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, Half-Blood Prince is my second. Yeah. It just makes me so fucking sad. I love Half-Blood Prince, but my God, it makes me so sad. Even true. the Lego version. Like, I'm playing through. I I'm haven't on, gotten that far I'm yet. on book seven on the Lego Are game. You? And I'm I was like, <laughs> yeah. The difference when you get to the second part of the game with five and seven, like, it's so much different. And the graphics are amazing. Oh. Yeah. But I still love the first one, too. But even fucking Lego version, I'm just like. <laughs> yeah. Life is over. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. That's why you get to tally me. Okay. It's, it's it's in that category. So. Okay, so then real question, am I, like, are you asking me to only tally you for the whole episode, or am I going to, like, tally you for a team? No, you're tallying me for the whole episode. Okay. Because okay. if I, if Fair. you try to tally me every time I talk about it, we're, I'm screwed. Yeah. 
Okay, okay. So, cool, there we cool, are. Cool, cool, cool. So, Chinese cryptid <laughs> is what they call it, which I think is interesting. It's like, cryptid. Cryptid. <laughs> Dude. It's a relatively well-known Beijing ghost story. Cool. This is common okay. in Beijing to talk about. Cool. And it's kind I'm of, surprised that you're doing a ghost story. I know, but mm. I wanted to switch it up a little bit. Okay. Have some fun. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Because you can't do that. Okay. <laughs> I can't. Because so I have a tongue ring, so I can't <laughs> roll my R's. Do you know how hard it is with a tongue ring in? It's hard. No judgment from me. Okay. <laughs> so this story is actually often called the last bus to fragrant hills okay and i'll explain that why <laughs> there are many versions of this story cool. um but there's like one common incarnation mm-hmm. of it that i'm kind of sticking with cool so it's said that on november 14th of 1995 in beijing at midnight mm-hmm. bus 375 or bus 302 any number, there's like different bus numbers depending on your source, which, which already tells you. Good lord, it's like exactly. inconsistencies. You have rampant. to have it. Yeah, and I was like, that. It just me. Le- it just makes it spicier. Thank okay? you. That's what I was saying. <laughs> um, so they that bus actually pulled out of um the Yanmingyan bus terminal. Okay, I believe that's how you said. It. I tried to look up the the pronunciation. Okay, okay. <laughs> I even wrote it phonetically. <laughs> I wrote all these phonetically. It's just every time you, like, try to say you put your finger up and, like, you... (laughs) Every time you, like, lift yourself up, too, like... (laughs) I just want to do it justice. (laughs) And that's how you do it justice. (laughs) The Eureka! Eureka (laughs) moment. Even though I don't say Eureka, I'm just trying to pronounce something correctly. <laughs> this was the last bus of the night, and its destination was Shangshangchu, which is Fragrant Hills. That sounds right. Yeah, girl. Get it. Do you know how many times I listened to that to try Me, to get that? Who does not speak Chinese at all? Sounded great. <laughs> My C dramas are helping too because you can definitely oh tell the difference. That's a tally. That is a tally. Smack it. <laughs> Smack it hard. You love it. (laughs) So, on this bus to start with was a driver. I thought you were going to say, on this bus bus to Starbucks, and I was like, that took a turn. I don't think we're going to Starbucks here, my friend. See, this is what my brain does on Scoops and Lori. It just goes down a whole different path. It literally, like, shuts down and, like, goes into this path that you're, like, not normally on ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. So, on this bus, there was a driver and a female conductor, which... I guess that's a common thing in other countries. I didn't know cool. that. Like, their buses have conductors. Like, yeah. Whereas in the U.S., we have a driver and that's it. Like, yeah. there ain't nothing cool. There used to be, like, train conductors. True, but... Yeah. There's, like, <clears throat> tour bus conductors. Oh, true. True. Yeah. But not, like, in our normal transit. Right. I mean, like... Maybe there are in other states, fair, but not the here. the drivers could be, like, if they announce their stops, you know? Maybe. Light rails... The little robot dude, he's a conductor. True, true, true. I don't know, but I get what you're saying. Like, it's just a different kind. Yeah, it's just different. I just don't know. Yeah. So, the night was supposedly a very bitter and cold night. There was harsh winds. There was blowing, like, super hard blowing winds. There was a possible storm supposedly coming Mm -hmm. through. Like, Mm -hmm. anything you can think of in a ghost story that can go wrong weather-wise is going wrong. That That wouldn't set the stage properly. Of course. Yeah. The bus stopped at the south gate, which was next to Summer Palace, and when the doors opened, four passengers got on. Okay. An old lady, a young couple, and a young man. Okay. The young couple sat up front, behind the driver, and the old lady and the boy sat on the other side of the bus beside the doors. So, like, is the young boy, like, really young, or is he, like, about the age of the couple? I think it's rude that all they're doing is saying young and old. Okay, so the boy... (laughs) I wouldn't necessarily call him super young, and I'll explain that in a little bit because well, he's involved in this story. Boy, so that's why. I, I know, and that's what they labeled him as, but mm. I would almost say that he's probably like closer in age to the couple because of what happens in this story. But how old were they? They could have been Don't a teenage know. couple. But in my mind, I see 20s. Okay. And you might yeah. you might follow my path here in a little okay. bit when I get into that. I see, I see. <clears throat> as the bus drove through the night, 
All they could hear was the drone of the engine. Okay. It was really quiet. They're in a remote area. There's no other vehicles. Like, mm-hmm. again, ghost story. Let's go. Right. Exactly. After a while, the driver actually spots two shadows by the side of the road, mm-hmm. waving the bus down. Mm. So the driver stops. Okay. Opens the doors, and three people get on. Okay. This is where it gets weird. There were two men who were supporting a third man between them. Holding like him. he was, like, drunk and dragging his feet? Mm. Okay. And I'm not sure. Okay. okay. They're holding him up by his shoulders, which is even more odd, right? Yep. Or, like, pits. I'm going to say pits, because I don't know how you would hold, like, Right. Like, that's top. aggressive. Yeah. Look, just... Yeah. I think they were just, like, holding him up under his armpits, because... <laughs> if only all... If we were on camera, you guys see us both looking like idiots. Right. Trying to fucking... <laughs> we look like we're doing the chicken dance. <laughs> like, yeah. Na, 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 na. <laughs> So, the man in the middle showed as, like, very disheveled, Mm -hmm. his head was bowed down, like, nobody could see his face. Okay. And all three were dressed in traditional Chinese robes from the Qing Dynasty, which was 1644 to 1911, and their faces were extremely pale. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That was the first catch. Okay. The other passengers on the bus seemed scared and started glancing around uh, nervously yeah, like, like the fuck is happening yeah like i don't know about you guys but like again in the u.s we don't have a lot of culture we don't have a lot of history not that far back anyway uncultured swine yes uh so <laughs> if i was in china and i see these people get on the bus at like a weird ass well yeah hour, it's not people that like no one dresses like that anymore no unless you're like at the temples or the right. palaces or things yeah. like that and then you do that traditional stuff but it's mm-hmm. not something super common right i mean you see it every once in a while right. especially in china but even then it's probably more disorienting world. to see them dress like that but also be so pale and have one of them like disorienting having like, a problem almost passed out yeah and yeah. they get on the bus right it's really weird so, obviously, like I said, the passengers are nervous, they start staring at each other, and the driver decides to continue down the road mm-hmm. with these new passengers. Okay. The female conductor actually tried to calm everyone down by saying, don't be afraid, they could just be actors shooting a costume drama in the vicinity, maybe they got drunk after work and forgot to change their clothes. Okay. Hmm. That's fair. Yeah. Like, truthfully, yeah. you never know. Sure. So, after three or four stops, the young couple got off the bus. Okay. The driver and the female conductor were chatting and laughing when the old lady suddenly jumped up on her feet, hit the young man. They call him a young man now, not a boy. This and is why the I, young man that was on the first stop, yes? Yes. Okay. The one that we thought was a boy. Yeah. Yeah. This not is why, in the couple. Okay. Correct. This is why I think he's in his 20s, roughly. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Um, she jumps up and hits him. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> he's sitting in front of her. She fucking just smacks the shit out of this dude. <laughs> I don't like your face! Right? (laughs) She starts screaming, shouting, making a fuss, telling everyone that he stole her purse. Like, losing it on this bus. So she just threw hands at him. Oh, threw hands. I thought she threw, like, hit him with her purse. Oh, no. Threw hands. Damn. Threw hands. Okay. And and this is why. So he stands up. They start arguing. (laughs) The old lady ends up grabbing him, like, man-fucking-handling this young-ass man. Like, takes him by the collar and demands the driver to let them off in the next stop. Damn, Granny! So she can take him to the yeah, police station. Yeah, she's like, so I can take you outside. No, she said she's, she wants to take him to the police station. Catch me outside. How yeah. about that? Fuck around and find out. <laughs> and apparently this young man's speechless at this point. And I don't blame him. If some, like, old lady, like, attacks me and yeah. is, like, threatening and saying, I your ass lost by an old lady. Like, what? <laughs> so they stop. The old lady drags this young man out, mm-hmm. and they watch the bus drive off into the night, and the old lady all of a sudden just breathes a breath of relief yeah. and is calm. And <laughs> where's the police station is what the young man asks her. <laughs> and she's like, there is no police station. So this is all French. She's like, I whooped your ass this week. You get off that bus. Oh, that's what we're getting into. So he, <laughs> she says, there is no police station. I just saved your life. <laughs> and bruised your ego at the same time. Right. <laughs> She's like, I smacked the shit out of you to save your life. I just feel like you need to come with me, okay? Okay. <laughs> and he goes, what? How did you save my life? And 
Did you imagine getting your ass whooped on a bus? Out of nowhere, like completely unprovoked. <laughs> and then you get dragged off the bus to be She's taken. Like, fuck my. To be taken to the yeah, police station. There's no police station. I just and saved your life. And then she goes, I saved your life. And you're like, what? <laughs> you guys made me ink. <laughs> talking about fighting Nemo before. <laughs> Nemo touch the butt. The butt. The butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Two asthmas in a room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you get when you have two asthmas in a room? A lot of butler lives. <laughs> two asthmas. Two, two asthmatics. <laughs> wow. <laughs> my life you just beat the shit out of me and dragged me off a bus dude that was my plan right okay? she says mm-hmm. those three people were ghosts and then she says Got ever her. since they got on the bus i had my doubts about them so i kept looking back at them it so happened <laughs> that there was a wind blowing through the window and i saw everything it lifted their long robes and i saw that they had no legs <laughs> I know your mind went down a really dark alley. And she's like, the wind blew and I saw everything. How can you not think that when you set it up? I didn't set it up. Okay, there are other tellings of this story where they say that they did have legs, but they weren't touching the ground as well. So, like, again, tells you it's a lore. Okay. That like It was like they were floating. Okay. Shut up. I can't get the picture out of it. I know you can't. You did I don't. I got... No. Uh, it's the FedEx truck, dude. Stop it. Go down. <clears throat> okay. So, the young man apparently stared at the lady in surprise. He started sweating. He couldn't say a word. And the old lady called the police and told them what they had seen. Okay. And then I'm assuming they probably got picked up and taken to the next destination right. at that point. Right, 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 right. <laughs> this is where things get interesting. <clears throat> The next day, bus 375, 302, whatever you want to call it, failed to report to the station. It had vanished along with the driver and Mm -hmm. the female conductor. The police actually ended up searching the entire city and couldn't find this bus, like, anywhere. They questioned the old woman and the young man. Both Mm -hmm. of them dismissed the story Mm -hmm. and decided that they were mentally ill. Uh Ah, yep. Um, the Beijing Evening News and the Beijing News reported on the story to which the old woman and the young man were both interviewed on live TV. Okay. Two days later, the police eventually found the missing bus. It was submerged in the Mayun, Mayun Reservoir, about 100 kilometers, which is roughly 62 miles from yeah. the U.S., uh, from Fragrant Hill. <clears throat> Inside the bus, they discovered three badly decomposed bodies. One was the bus driver, one was the female conductor, and the third was an unidentified man. What? Mm-hmm. But then would the unidentified man have been of the bunch? What the fuck? They don't that know. makes no sense. Where'd the couple go? They got off before. They mm-hmm. did? Yep. I missed that part of the story. Yep, they already got off. Whoa. Before the old lady like, I was wondering because I was like, damn, that was rude of that lady to just leave that couple on. There. No, they got off before. <laughs> okay, I missed that part. You're good. My apologies. You fine. Whoa. Mayun. It's Mayun River. Sorry. I feel like that's what you said. Did I? Okay. There are a number of other mysteries surrounding this case. One is that the bus didn't even have enough gas to drive all the way to the Mayun River a Reservoir. And when the police opened the gas tank, they found it was filled with blood. What the fuck? Yep. Whoa. <laughs> Even though the bodies were found two days after they disappeared, they were very, very badly decomposed. Yeah, that was my more my question. Like, how? I mean, water obviously, like, messes with decomposition, well, but not that quick. Into it. Even if it was the summer and they were submerged in water, the process of decom- decomposition usually does not happen that quickly. Right. An autopsy actually confirmed that there uh, had been no in 
like intentional meddling with the bodies. Like none. Mm. They just naturally decompose. Yeah. Whoa. The police did a really strict inspection of the security camera tapes and on each entrance leading to the Mayun Reservoir, mm-hmm. but the bus wasn't seen in any of them. In fact, they found nothing out of the ordinary whatsoever, and to this day, it still remains an unsolved mystery. Whoa. It's a ghost bus. It's a ghost bus. It's like the Titanic now. Yeah. That's Whoa. not going to be around for like the next 20 years. No. Whoa. Yeah. Trippy. Trippy, right? Whoa. Messes with your head. But what was the significance of the three ghosts? Mm-hmm. I think they were just scaring people. I was going to show you the picture, but I don't want to pick up my computer if it's on the Yeah, show me after, because yeah. I have to play that video for you after, too. Yeah, it's really Whoa! cool. Whoa! But, yeah, the the bus just kind of MIA'd, and, uh... Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. Nobody knows where it is, what it's doing, why it happened. Wow. Who the other three were. That's cool bananas. Yeah. So, that's my story. Wow! I thought it was cool. It's definitely What different. a roller coaster. Right? It's a little different than what I normally yeah. do. <clears throat> that old lady beating up that poor boy. Just like, fuck her and find out. She's but like, I saved your life. I saved your life. No legged having ghost penis boys. Oh. <laughs> Weird. That's your image. Uh, but you like finished my sentence at one point, so obviously you're seeing the same thing. Fair enough. Yeah. But I also have the mind of a 12-year-old boy, so. Obviously, I do, too. <laughs> anyway, what are you doing? Um, so also something spooky. We need to stop, like, picking some- It's more common for me to do spooky stuff, but we need to stop, like, being on the same kind of wavelength. Because this is, like, the fourth Scoops and Lore in a row that we've done something similar. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> like, our Banshee and Baba Yaga. You didn't do Baba, Baba Yaga. Yaga. Yeah, you did do Baba Yaga. Yeah. Those were, like, kind of intertwined. Uh, yeah. Then we had, like, a Scottish and an Irish intertwining one. Like, yeah. yeah. We've just had ones that have had, like, been in the weird same field. It's weird. Okay. Get out of my head, <laughs> The only reason ours are similar is mine is just spooky. Otherwise, they don't. Spooky! They don't have similarities. So. Oh, my God. So. <coughs> so, let me know. <laughs> yeah, because I made you laugh. <laughs> Actually, I made myself laugh harder. Wow. You just, like, said, fuck you, Courtney, to your... I mean, your story is what brought the image in my head, but I'm the one that, I, I, like, I made myself laugh because of what image popped in my that head. That is fair. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> okay, what you Oh, got? my God. <clears throat> Fucking shit. Gosh. Okay, so I'm going to be talking about Sloss Furnaces in Alabama. It's the weird one. I have me. I have no clue what that means. I came about it because I was actually going to do like a compilation. I probably will do this another time, but I was going to do like a compilation of like the m- most ridiculous like myths. Oh, that's okay. yeah, cool. yeah. But I came across this while <clears throat> I was trying to do that, so. I pivoted, like I often do on Scoops and Lore. I love it. The Sloss... Yeah, I just Sloss Pharmacies. <laughs> Pharmacies. I almost said Sloss Pharmacies. Wow. My brain's very tired. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So, Sloth... Oh my god. Sloss Furnaces. This is hard to say, and I didn't realize it was going to be hard to say when I first started doing this. If it's called Sloth, deal with it. <laughs> Just like how we named this Scoops and Lore because you can't say exactly. spooky. <laughs> exactly. Sloss Furnaces. I literally want to say sloth every time. So I, yeah, luckily. It sounds like sloth. It does. Luckily the name doesn't come up too many times. So that's where we are, friends. Okay. Sloss Furnaces. Okay. <laughs> so these furnaces were in Alabama, Birmingham to be specific. They were open from 1882 to 1971. Dear God. Yeah, so for a long time. They were pivotal in, like, the Industrial Revolution because they um, transformed, like, coal and ore. That, oh, my God. Why can't I talk today? <laughs> they made steel, essentially, from coal Fabulous. and ore that were nearby. Nearby. Nearby? <laughs> what is happening? Am I having a stroke? I swear. No, but you're having a Courtney moment. <laughs> <laughs> 
Remember one of my very first episodes, this was me, like, the yeah. whole time, like, every word that came out of my yeah. mouth was not right. <laughs> so, their steel that they created actually helped make, like, skylines, skyline buildings in New York, cars that were imported to Detroit, and they were really relied upon during the Industrial Revolution. So, yeah, it was kind of... Birmingham otherwise wasn't really a booming place. So, mm. yeah. So, But it really made Birmingham grow into a metropolis for all intents and purposes. Okay. Um, and they, it's actually what came to give them the nickname of the Magic City. Oh. So this whole story that I'm going to talk about came from... <laughs> this is probably the more hokey of the stories that I saw from it, but I just love this whole thing. It's from FrightFurnace.com. <laughs> so whole thing's from here, kids. So, I don't know how much is true. I don't know how much isn't. I do know that the main person we're going to talk about was a true person. So, we'll see. Um, <laughs> they really tried to set the stage. And they said, but as with all progress, a price was paid in the currency of blood. Oh. Okay. So, we're getting it. <laughs> so, in the early 1900s, there was a man who became the foreman um, of the graveyard shift. So the shift that's between nighttime and morning time. Duh. Mm-hmm. His name was James Wormwood, and he also had the nickname Slag. Which I feel like it's not a good thing. It sounds like sludge. Because like, I've heard people like call someone a slag, and it's not a good thing. Like in the UK. Like you're slag. Now I want to know what that means. Google it. I'm going to. Um, on the graveyard shift here, they had a crew of about 150 workers that just worked to keep the furnaces going. Because at this time, they already had to feed the furnace. Like, it wasn't just electric, man. They had to do all that shit themselves. So, during the summer months... Ooh. See, isn't it a bad thing? In in the UK, yes. Yes. It means a woman who has many sexual partners. (gasps) A hussy. Yeah, hussy. A hussy. Mm-hmm. It's also a stony waste material separated from metals during this smelting and refining of ore. Me thinks that's what his nickname was from. Probably. <laughs> but it is a very, like, not nice term in the yeah. UK. Yes. See, I'm glad I wasn't making that up because no. I was like, I feel like British people say yeah. that. I read it on Britannia. I and love it. Said it. That in England, it's, like, not a nice word. <laughs> So, during the summer months, this is summer in Alabama, it's muggy, it's gross, and apparently in the plant, it would reach over 120 degrees. Ew. Ew. And so these poor men that are working in here, I'm assuming all men because of the time frame, but it very well could have been women too. I hope not children, dear Uh, God. It could be though. Very well could be. But, you know, this is the graveyard shift. They're not getting good sleep. They all live on site to my understanding too. And they can't really see. Like, it's all smoky in there. It's fucking hot. So, like, people said it was literally like a living hell for them yeah, to work in there. Yeah, because then you're sweating. It's dripping into your eyes. Right. You can't see. Like, right. oh, God, no. Ugh. Yeah. And, like, I'm pretty sure that all these people that worked this shift got paid the worst, too. Oh, they always do. Yeah, of all of that. And they were the ones that were, like, the most desperate for work oh. that would work this shift. Of course. Yeah. No Terrible. There. Ugh, it just sounds so uncomfortable. Right. So the workers were mostly immigrants that had just recently come to the States. Um, They were forced to live in really cramped housing on the site of the furnace place. Were they usually Irish? I don't know. It didn't say in this one. I feel like that time frame would probably put it about right where here in the U.S. we were very, very racist against Irish immigrants. Yep. Probably. And what's worse is, like, they would be forced at the drop of a hat to work. So, like, they didn't have any means of a normal schedule. They would just be, like, told to get the fuck up and get to work. Ew. Yeah. Horrendous. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I'd smack somebody. Yeah. So, old Slaggy Wormwood here, (laughs) he really wanted to impress his supervisors. Mm. And, like, be a big wig and be a big fucking Mm. deal, you know? Mm. So, yeah. He would especially make his workers take really dangerous risks, do Mm. stupid things that weren't safe, and force them to work faster, too. Which, those are three so much manual labor that don't go together. Exactly. Like, it's just asking for a disaster. Asking for a problem. Yeah. When he was the foreman of the shift, 47 workers died on his watch. And, yeah. And this was 10 times more than any other shift in the history that the furnace was open. 
So a lot of them, though, like even ones that didn't die, were able to work because of various accidents. There was um, an explosion that was recorded. It says in the small blowing engine house in the late 1880s, mm-hmm. and that left six workers blind. So just all kinds of shit. So people were either dying, being blinded, being damaged irreparably from accidents. They couldn't work, like all the shit. So he's fucking people's lives up. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. He gave them no breaks. They had no holidays. It was just the furnace. That was their whole lives. And wow. they just were constantly shoveling coal into that damn furnace. Wow. And this was a big plant, too. Yeah. So I have no idea. Even 150 people shoveling coal in there, I still don't fucking know how they did it. I don't either, but they did. And can you imagine having to literally just constantly shovel coal for an entire shift? Mm-mm. That's Dear why God. I wouldn't want to be one of the, like, you remember all on, like, trains they used to have to do the same thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want to be one of those people. No, Ew. absolutely not. It hurts my body just thinking about it. Oh, I just want to curl up and sleep. Yep, same. <laughs> it makes me tired. Oh, it makes me hurt. Okay. So, on Oct- in October of 1906, old Slaggy Wormwood was up at the top of the highest blast furnace. I don't know what the fuck all this means, but I'm just saying what they're saying. Um, it was known as Big Alice, though. Like, it had a name. So, it's like, I'm assuming it's the big stacks, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, he was at the top of Big Alice. Um, he actually lost his footing when he was up there, and reportedly fell into a pool of melted iron ore. And his whole body melted instantly. Mm. The heebie-jeebies that my body felt when I read that. I have to swallow water. (laughs) Like, that makes me I like how you said I have to swallow water rather than I just have to take a drink. (laughs) (laughs) I need to swallow water. I... (laughs) Because I was trying to keep the unplanned reflux <laughs> bile uh, from what you just said. <laughs> that image is horrendous. It in is. My head. Yeah. Big that Alice is one was... of the fears I have of dying is dying in like fire or yeah. something so hot that yep. it'll instantly like kill me. I mean, if I don't feel it and I die right away, cool, whatever. But like yeah, but having to burn alive. You're still going to have to feel it for like at least a couple seconds before your body finally shuts down. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But melted iron ore, the temperatures wow. of that are so high. No, yep. no, 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 no. So it's thought that while he was up there, I mean, let alone being super high up anyway, People thought that he may have gotten dizzy from the methane gas that was in the air. Right. Because that's happening all the time in those furnaces. I'm honestly surprised that not more people passed Passed out out from from methane poisoning. Um, So people thought that he may have lost his balance because of that. Um, But he, apparently he had never stepped foot on top of any of the furnaces the entire time he had worked there. So it was weird that he was up there for the first time Mm. and only time. So, that led some people to believe that maybe his workers had had enough of his shit. And that they got him up there and essentially fed him to the furnace. Tink. Yep. But no workers were ever brought to trial for it. This is Sparta! (laughs) (laughs) That's what I think of. (laughs) Just like, he's standing up there and they just like, Sparta kicked his ass off of that thing. Into Big Alice. Into Big Alice, which was... A pit of spikes yeah. in Sparta. Yeah. He was a real person, though. But like I said, I don't know, like, the validity of the rest of the story. So, grain of salt. Grain of salt. I'm just saying that's salt the pit. image that came to I, my head. I agree. I'm right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a shitty person. So, hey. I'm not saying karma. I don't, I'm not a person that, I don't <clears throat> like to put that out in the world. But, mm, still. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, shortly after he died... Sloth, I'm just going to keep calling it Sloth, <laughs> Sloth Industries soon discontinued the graveyard shift. So they're like, As no more of this. Should. Although I'm just curious of how... Why did like, it take how, 47 other deaths and then well, that his too. death to cause you to do but it? But I was saying, like, I wonder how hard it would be to get the furnace, like, back up and running every day when it wasn't being run overnight. That's kind of what I thought. But I'm right there with you, too. So they said mainly because of the... Numerous accidents and, quote, strange incidents. Um, oh, you mean 47 deaths? Okay. Right. And there was also decrease in steel production. Mm. So, mm. like, yeah, I would think that's probably makes sense. 
Um, so the legend of Sir Slag, it really started to grow after his death. And oh, so sure. hauntings ah, came about. <laughs> he's mad because they Sparta kicked him off the thing, dude. He's like, he's coming back to bitch. haunt. He's coming back to haunt. Yeah. So workers at the furnace, because it stayed open, they just weren't doing the graveyard shift. They, many people complained of what they called an unnatural presence. Um, they just started to encounter it more and more and more during their shifts. A watchman that worked overnight um, at the furnaces at one point in 1926 actually got injured after he was reportedly pushed from behind, like someone came up behind him and pushed him very forcefully. And he was told by a deep voice with a very angry tone to, quote, get back to work, end quote. I'm so, telling he's haunting. He's slaggy haunting. Wormwood. Is that his last name? Yes. Sure. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that made people think that it was him. The... Night watcher, the night watchman, he went and supervised the grounds after that, but he didn't see anyone there at all. So he was really just the only one there overnight. Like, people weren't working. He was just keeping an eye on the grounds. Okay. In 1947, three supervisors of the furnaces actually ended up going missing. They were eventually found unconscious, and they were locked in one of the small boiler rooms in, like, on the southeast side of the plant, and they were okay, but once they, like, came to, none of them could recall what happened at all. And they, the one thing that they could all agree on were that they had seen a man and were approached by him. And it was a man who, like, looked to be really badly burned. And he shouted at them to go and, quote, push and steal. So, again, mm. sound like old Slaggy, you know? Mm. In 1971, it was the night before the plant closed for good. Samuel Blumenthal, he was the night the night watchman at the time. Um, he was night watcher. Yeah, <laughs> he was kind of taking the last look around. He was finding himself a little bit nostalgic, and he said that he had come face to face with the scariest shit that he had ever seen. He said all he could describe it as was like a completely evil, like half man, half demon entity, and the person tried to push him up the stairs. I guess. And when Blumenthal refused to go up the stairs, he, whatever this creature was, started to beat the crap out of him, just with his fists. And he ended up getting out and was brought to a doctor, and the doctor that examined him was named Dr. Jack Barlow. Um, he found Blumenthal covered in burns all over his body, like intense burns. What? And he reportedly died before he ever returned back to the furnaces, which he wouldn't have anyway because it was closing. But, what? yeah. Wild. Wild. So, if this is true, he had survived enough to recount what happened, but died. You know, succumbed to injuries. I knew it. What? I knew it. What? I, I knew I had heard the story somewhere. I know, somewhere. because Jack Douchebaggins went there. I was going to get into that. Sorry, I just was, it of was bugging me why I couldn't figure of out why I knew it. And I was so, like, guys, sloth, slug, are you here? Aaron, go in that room by yourself <laughs> and lock yourself in there. He said, get back to work. As a little Voldemort there. Voldemort. Oh, I'm not saying they're the same, but I'm just saying I've never seen them both in the same room at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you made yourself laugh. I know I did. So I tickled my fancy with that one. I'm sorry, Zach Baggins. I know you're not Voldemort. No, I love you. You're just you. a douche. You're not evil. She doesn't, but I love you. I mean, I'm fine with him. He's just a douchey. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so overall there have been over a hundred reports of some kind of paranormal activity uh-huh. at the sloth furnaces i'm leaning in <laughs> leaning into that hard <laughs> and many were reported to birmingham police which i'm also like i don't think the cops are gonna do about ghosts but okay uh-huh. um there were some really minor ones like some people would hear steam whistles blowing when there is no reason for them to be a blowing you know Good bless. Oh, I wow. tried so hard. I knew it was coming. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Um, there was also some major sightings of an entity, and then obviously people getting hurt, uh-huh. actually physically harmed. Uh-huh. 
One note was that the majority of the reports happened in the months of September and October at night in uh, Slaggy Wormwood died in October, just to know, mm. and that they would happen during the graveyard shift. So mm. these poor night watchmen were, like, the ones getting the brunt of all of this mm. because there wasn't actually a graveyard shift after a while. So, you know. Well, that's rude. Yeah. Some people think it's just Halloween hoaxes, you know, but there are a lot of people that think it's just the spirit of slag. He's just like, fuck you all, man. I mean, he's probably not happy. I guarantee no. you he got Sparta kicked off that thing. Like, yeah, I mean, like, He's probably it's, pretty salty. Yeah, you know? Especially because they talked about how he's never up there before. Yeah. Like, And they're just like, hey, slag, can you go up to the top of Big Alice? Meet somebody up there. Yeah. They've got something for you. And they were she's are really cool, man. Someone runs up behind him and just punts that mother off Although the I'm thing. just thinking the top of these things, and, like, they're not, like... I can't imagine there's too much space up there for activities, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking like really hard. I'm like trying to put this I know in my you head, are. and I'm like, I can't. One plus one does not equal two right now. <laughs> it's like one plus one equals seven. <laughs> it's not adding up. Anyway, make it make sense. I can't. So. <laughs> okay. There were paranormal investigators that obviously became very interested in this. So, in 1988, so if you remember, it closed for good in 71, but it was still standing. Um, there was a Center for Paranormal Events, also known as CPE, mm-hmm. located in St. Petersburg, exactly Florida. Well, I know. They went to Sloth. <laughs> sloth sloss. Furnaces. That's sloss. really hard to say. Sloth. Sloth Furnaces. S-L-O-S-S. Sloth. Say Sloth Furnaces together. Sloth Furnaces. No, say it fast. Sloth Furnaces. Don't take a big old break. Sloth Furnaces is what you did first. <laughs> It's hard to say, okay? Uh, okay. I also have, like, kind of a lisp, so that doesn't help. Anyway, Uh. (laughs) when they went, CPE went, um, there was nothing out of the ordinary that occurred. They went in May, though, just to know. And remember, we said that shit gets real spooky in September and October. Exactly. Um, Many of the team members that went, which also included two psychics, claimed Mm. that, quote, Due to the violent disregard for loss, for and loss of life, end quote. Sloss furnishes. See, it's fucking hard to say. Sloth. I'm just saying sloth. Sloth should be considered a location rife with restless souls, is what they said. Oh. It's dramatic. Wow, this is very dramatic yeah. and spicy, my dudes. Yeah. And then in the year 2000, to the year 3000, I know it's different, but it's just what made me think of. Not much has changed, but we live underwater. Who was that? Was it Jonas Brothers? Mm-hmm. I think so. That was, like, way back. Like, back <laughs> in their, like, Disney Channel days. Yeah. That's why I remember seeing that whole, I can, like, picture that music video in my head. Ew. <laughs> anyway, in the year 2000, Sloss was studied once again by a paranormal team with Fox's Scariest Places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They said that it was rated one of the highest of unnatural energy that they had ever encountered. They're like some weird shits afoot. I didn't see specifics in their thing, though, so I don't know. Whatever. Just saying. In early 2002, an investigative team from CBS affiliate called WJTV went. They were pretty skeptical but they wanted to go out there and see what was afoot for themselves. And it says that they left very frazzled is specifically what they said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were convinced that the furnaces was absolutely haunt- haunted. And they captured some really good footage, apparently. I'm going to post the link to the videos that they have in the show notes here. I haven't watched it personally yet, but I'm going to. Um, but it was real crazy. So, And then another investigation was held in 2003. So I don't really know what was going on in like the early 2000s. Although that was kind of the boom of like these paranormal shows and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, that was a very long time after it closed. But the Alabama Foundation for Paranormal Research said, quote, there is no doubt sloth is a hot spot for paranormal activity. During our investigations, we pulled we pulled data that confirms through our scientific methods and approach that energies are present that cannot be explained. Sloss is one of the most paranormally active places our team has investigated, end quote. But still, nothing that I read gave specifics yet, so whatever, you know. And then again in 2003, (laughs) in October 
of 2003. Three. Free. Free three. Wow. Free, free. I'm just still going today, guys. No, it's okay. Another assault happened to one of the crew members. And I don't know if this was in the same one. I'm assuming still the Alabama I would Foundation. I them. Yeah, because they didn't say anything different in this one. Because they can stay there for a hot minute yeah. and investigate, whereas, like, a lot of the other right. groups have They to come, come from different states. states. Right. Yeah. So he had. Um, his name is Josh Thomas, and he had worked at Sloss for many years, apparently. Um, he, it says he, <laughs> what the fuck? It says one of our crew members, Josh Thomas, suddenly caught fire. Like, his being caught fire, I guess, after seeing, quote, a strange shape. And it says he suffered burns up and down his body and was taken to the hospital, and he still doesn't know what happened. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> it's like... Instantaneous combustion. Spontaneous combustion, but yes. That word. <laughs> <laughs> See, Courtney can be stupid too. <laughs> instantaneous. <laughs> I mean, it is like instantaneous though, to be fair, it but really like is. the spontaneity of it, it's like it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Instant spontaneity. <laughs> exploding in fire. What's really strange about this whole thing was that it was almost the exact 32nd anniversary of Samuel Blumenthal, of his burn attack Ooh. on the Night Watchmen in 1971. Ooh. So not of, of the slaggy, sloth, slaggy, woody, whatever, slag of him dying, but of him attacking Blumenthal. That's... Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. In 2005, <laughs> two psychic investigators from the TV show Airline, which I've never even heard of. It's a decent show. Is it? Yeah. Okay. They investigated the furnaces, and in the middle of the taping, it says that one of them started to just spontaneously bleed from Mm -hmm. a cut that just came on his right hand out of nowhere. So they stopped the investigation, but not before the camera crew caught images of spirits on their cameras. So you've seen this? It's pretty good footage, yeah. Cool. I'll have to look it up. It's pretty dope. In 2009, (laughs) the unexplained mystery investigation team... Love investigated them. them. That was like a way back to me. Um, way back machine. They caught shadows on their cameras. And in 2012, Ghost Adventures visited and were physically assaulted. Again, caught on film. Mm-hmm. Douchebaggins is like, whoa, what was that? They even have like footage, <laughs> if I'm remembering it correctly, like of, like you can actually see his clothing being messed mm. with. I think I attacked. have seen part of the episode where yeah. they went there. Because <clears throat> once I like... If I remember right. Yeah. When I saw pictures of it and started reading about it, I was like, this is kind of familiar. I know. When you started talking about it, I was like, how do I know this? How do I know this? In 2014, this is more who, who I like. Taps. Love Taps. Love me some fucking ghost hunters. Come on. They visited the furnace. Even though they're not together anymore. I know. Isn't it just the bald guy, Jason, mm-hmm. and then a girl now? Yeah, and they have yeah. a couple other people on the team. Yeah, because I watched like a newer episode, but the other but guy Tango was not and them are still on the team too. Oh, okay. See, I love Tango. I if love Tango, Tango wasn't on it, I wouldn't. I'd yeah, be Tango's very hilarious. Love he's Tango. even funnier now that he's older. I love it. Yeah. Um, but Taps visited the furnace, and they said that they filmed quote absolutely phenomenal footage, uh, proving that. <laughs> Why did you say that like douchebaggins being <laughs> I talked know. about? Just, like so excited. Um, <laughs> but they was like. It's definitive. Like, there's some shit afoot here. Mm-hmm. So, they've gone back, I guess, and got even more evidence from there, which is cool. Uh, so, there's still a team for Sloth's Furnaces. I'm assuming just keeping it from being vandalized and, Probably. you know, standing, I guess. But they will archive and document sightings that people see from both the press and other people. And on the website that I got this from, FrightFurnace.com. Ching! <laughs> do you want to sponsor us I'm yeah <laughs> so yeah that's sloth furnaces oh. or sloth that is as lovingly oh. known as now i remember like i can still i if i shut my eyes i can like see the footage with taps in mm-hmm. ghost adventures and i remember thinking like there's no way in hell you could ever get me in that building even during the day absolutely not no. it's so dangerous in fact i think that's the one that zach they have like the walk up to the top of alice mm. and they it's normally closed off but yeah. they let zach do it and he has a super i think he has a fear of heights i can't remember if he did or didn't but it was like really hard for him to get up those stairs he's afraid be- of everything fair but like he was having <laughs> problems while he was trying to get up the stairs like physical uh, problems yeah. 
Like, you can fucking pay me. I can't even, like, climb up on, like, a small ladder. Like, I'm so... Fr- like, heights just, like, fuck me up. It's not even like I'm afraid of them. It's just literally I get vertigo. And mm-hmm. I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I almost wonder if that's what happened to Zach. Because he was perfectly fine. And then, and then all of a sudden, like, he could not walk up them. Could be. If I'm remembering the episode right. It, yeah. There's, they've probably been in a few of these. Yeah. But. but any places like that, like, they... A lot of ones, like, created energy anyway. So there's, like, too much energy happening in those places anyway. Mm-hmm. Just leaving it right with potential negative energy. No, thank you, ma'am. Well, it's just like that that um old, like, butcher building in Salt Lake City, Utah, that's now a haunted house. I don't know if I've heard of it. Oh, it's like a really well-known haunted house, but they have a lot of problems in mm-hmm. it. Like, their actors get attacked and stuff, but, like... Of course, yeah. like, that building is, like, from the 1800s right. when they were, like, butchering animals and, you know, right. had children with no labor laws and yeah. no safety rules or guidance. Yeah. Like, of course it's going to be active. See, that's why I can never live in older houses. Like, they're cool, yeah. for sure, but, like, they make me feel weird. I know. Everyone's like, oh, I want to live in a Victorian house. And I'm like, I don't They're beautiful, but I just couldn't. Like, they make me feel real weird. Yeah, I want nothing to do with yeah. them. But anyway, Sloss Furnaces. Furnaces. Which is very hard for me to say. Hey, you know what? You did a really good job on a story that's kind of weird. Thanks. It was all Fright Furnace, man. They gave me all my material. I'm going to need Fright Furnace to tell me if he was Sparta kicked. <laughs> like, that's all I can well, think of now. Since it was very about. long ago before anything was archived, really. So they went So no. was Sparta. That's hearsay. <laughs> Anyway, I'm so tired. I just want to go to bed and I have shit to do. Yeah, me too. I have have another concert that I'm supposed to go to with one hour of sleep. Your problem. You have time to go home and take a nap. Take a disco nap. Yeah, I could do a 20 minute nap. Yeah, man. I'll actually probably function better. But yeah, that's that the way has to do it. Nothing to do with our story, and I'm off on a tangent, and I apologize. <laughs> I started it. <laughs> there. So, um, if you have any creepy, spooky, freaky, weird stories that you want to send us, or true crime stuff, because we usually do true crime, kids, yep. you can email that to us at nickofcrimepodcast.com. Um, you mean Nick of Crime Podcast at gmail at gmail dot com? Wow, Jesus, <laughs> my brain is just not working. I've been so tired all it's week. Okay. I'm just like, it's like, pfft. yes, Nick of Crime Podcast at gmail dot com. Figure it out. <laughs> it's also in our link tree, um, as well as our socials, places to find us, our Patreons in there. Um, yeah, so, so stuff. Yeah, so uh, with that. <laughs> Keep it creepy and stay freaky. And we'll see you guys maybe next Tuesday. We'll find out. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.